Locked on Anaheim Ducks. The Kraken is partially released. Wait, what? I'll explain. Plus, we've got some scheduling news and a preview of an upcoming interview. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? Happy Hump Day to everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app. And this show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room. Download it today at the iOS Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Once again, that's a Spotify Green Room changing the way we talk sports. I will be on the Green Room tomorrow night at approximately 6.30 p.m. There's no basketball going on, hardly any baseball, no hockey stuff going on at the time. So once again, join me tomorrow. Look me up at Locked on Ducks. Okay, let's get right into it. We have a lot, really a ton to go through. Stay tuned till the end of today's podcast. I have a very special guest, a former Anaheim Duck, comes on the show. That's a little preview of an interview that I'm going to play mostly in full later on, or rather over the weekend or on Monday. So that full interview will be on Monday. Also a programming note, tomorrow I'll be doing an expansion draft breakdown with at least two other Locked On hosts, maybe more. We will see. Could be a super-sized episode tomorrow. Friday, we're going to have our draft preview. Yeah, the NHL draft is happening Friday night, and you know what? The Ducks are going to keep their pick. Uh, Let's actually go through that news first. This was reported on 31 Thoughts yesterday that the Ducks are now officially out of the Jack Eichel running. Let me explain why. The Buffalo Sabres did want a pick, but they also wanted two high-end prospects and two players. The Ducks were not going to give up that much. Honestly, if it was one prospect and one decent player and maybe one other person, that I could see. However, giving up two prospects and two players and a draft pick, I think that's asking for too much. So the Ducks just were not going to budge on that. There is a price for Jack Eichel. That is too much. What they would have been asking for was Zegras or Drysdale and another top prospect. Possibly, possibly someone like, oh, I don't know, Perot. So having those two prospects gone, no, that's not going to do it. Then it would have been two players, including Adam Henrique. So Adam Henrique and someone else like Derek Grant, maybe. But no, that is too much to give away. So now that the Ducks are out of the running for Jack Eichel and honestly hearing about what the Ducks would have given up, or rather, hearing what Buffalo wanted, yeah, I'm not sad about that. I would have been sad if it took maybe like one or two players and that's it. But to give up that much, no, you know what, at at that point you may as well just keep your pick and look for trades elsewhere. So officially, the Ducks are out of the Eichel running, which means we can now shift all our focus on that number three draft pick. And there are a ton of choices for that number three pick. Dylan Genther is up there. He's a good pick. You know, there's there's a lot of picks. Owen Power, he's likely to be the number one pick. Then you have Matt Beniers. He's likely to be the number two pick. Number three, it can go 
any direction. Any direction. So what I'm going to do for Friday's show, not today's show, for Friday's show, it is going to be a full draft preview on Friday and something that kind of a mea culpa I probably should have been doing anyway because what if the Ducks couldn't give up their their pick? What if they could give it up? You know, I should have been doing that. I will be doing that on Friday and over the weekends. There will be a draft breakdown. So that's why I said at least one bonus episode over the weekends. Could be more, could be just the one. So expect that to drop on Saturday or possibly Sunday. Just a programming note there. Some other news. We have some team leaks as far as the Seattle Kraken is concerned. I will get to that right now. It has been rumored, or rather leaked, that the Ducks are going to give up drumroll. No, I'm not going to drumroll. It's no surprise. Hayden Fleury. It appears that Hayden Fleury is going to be heading to the Seattle Kraken. Ducks fans, I know how you're feeling. Hayden Fleury is a very promising young defenseman, only 25 years old, only making $1.3 million next season, and he's going to the Seattle Kraken. That means that Adam Henrique is going to stay with the Ducks dot, dot, dot for now. Adam Henrique is a fantastic player, shows some great leadership. If the Ducks want leadership, they've got to re-sign Ryan Getzloff. They have to re-sign him at all costs. You need to have that captain's ability to bring a team together. You need someone with that calming presence in the locker room. So, yeah, if you're the Ducks, bring back Getzloff. It'll be at a lower cost, but yeah, bring him back, absolutely. But back to the flurry leak. He's going to be going to the Seattle Kraken, which means that the Ducks basically traded Yanni Hockenpah and a pick for essentially nothing. This is asset management at its worst once again. GM Bob Murray, he's going to be in the hottest seat possible right now, as if he wasn't already in the hot seat. The asset management on this one is terrible. It's just terrible. How can you give up a player that was beloved in San Diego, was becoming liked in Anaheim, and he has become a favorite over in Carolina? That's something that you hate to see, and you give him up for nothing. So that part of the trade tree is done. The Ducks get nothing. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. That's really what it comes down to. As far as other possible leaks, now it was rumored, it was, that Toronto was going to give up Alex, or rather, they were going to give up Kerfoot. They were going to lose Kerfoot. However, there was a leak that proved otherwise, that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to lose recently acquired Jared McCann in the expansion draft. So Toronto basically made that trade for almost nothing. Essentially nothing. How bad does Toronto look right now that they just gave him up for really nothing? He was traded from Pittsburgh to Toronto. And now Toronto gets absolutely nothing. Nada zilch. That's really how bad it is. I I still can't believe that Toronto A blew a 3-1 lead. Two are already losing in the free agent trading offseason. They're already losers in this. The Maple Leafs, they gave up Philip Hellander 
and a seventh round pick. Now they lose Jared McCann for nothing. So Toronto gave up Hollander and a seventh for nothing, but that's not nearly as bad as what Anaheim just did. It's bad, folks. It's really bad. As far as the conditions of that, it was a sixth round pick in the 2022 draft that the Ducks gave up. A deep draft pick they gave up. That is wild. Oh, speaking of wild, the Wild are not going to lose Kapokakinen. In fact, the Wild are rumored to be losing. Is that right? Carson Soucy? Okay, not bad. One other major leak before we head into the intermission. Mark Giordano is going to be picked up in the expansion draft from the Calgary Flames. It looks like he's going to be the first captain of the Seattle Kraken. We'll have some more leaks coming up after this brief word from the Spotify Green Room. Download that today from the Google Play Store, from the Apple App Store. Spotify Green Room is changing the way. We talk sports. You can find me on the green room at Locked on Ducks. And look for me on the green room tomorrow night at approximately 6.30 p.m. I'll be on the green room. Just look for Locked on Ducks and you'll be able to find me there. Once again, that is the Spotify green room. You know, we'll have watch parties. We'll debate. We'll break down what's going on in the expansion draft free agency, trade, draft. We'll talk all of that tomorrow night on the Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. And this show is also brought to you by the best tasting protein bar in the land, Built Bar, which are packed with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar. And they come in several fantastic flavors, including lemon, almonds, cheesecake is back for a very limited time. So go over to Built.com right now. No, right, right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on Built Bar. Once again, they have a lot of great flavors, including cookies and cream, German chocolate, double chocolate, salted caramel, and cherry barcia. Once again, that is Built.com. Promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on Built Bar, which, by the way, is now the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that neat? All right, so let's get back to some further leaks, and these are coming in as we speak. Jordan Eberly is rumored to be going to the New York Islanders. Jordan Eberly making $5.5 million over the next three seasons. Not a bad deal. Yanni Gord, he is indeed going from the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Eunice Donskoy from Colorado, he's also been leaked to go to Seattle, as well as Brandon Tanev, a couple other players of note. Kelly Yarncrow from the Nashville Predators, Tyler Pitlick from the Arizona Coyotes. And hey, how about this? They're going to pick up Alexander True from San Jose. They had to get someone else, I guess. But those are some of the leaks as of right now. The expansion draft is taking place tonight on ESPN2. Once again, that is tonight at around 5 p.m. Pacific. So be on the lookout for that. Some other players. Defensemen. I mentioned Hayden Fleury. mentioned Mark Giordano. Carson Soucy coming from Minnesota. Jeremy Lawson is coming from the Boston Bruins. So what does this all mean? Oh, Kale Flurry. This is the other big news. They're not taking Carey Price. They're taking Kale Flurry from the Montreal Canadiens. 
the three goaltenders right now are Chris Dredger, Vitek Vanacek, and Joey Decord from the Ottawa Senators, who does have that waivers exempt. So maybe that's why they picked Joey Decord. They have him as the waivers exempt instead of Kakinen from the Minnesota Wilds. That's a little crazy. I don't know if I agree with that, but this is only the expansion draft. Keep in mind what happened last time with the Vegas Golden Knights. The expansion draft was pretty decent. A lot of their players came from either trades that happened later on or free agency. Well, maybe not as much free agency, but Vegas did make some trades after the expansion draft. They did flip a few of those guys from that expansion draft the following day, which is how they got their team. And even when they had their team, remember, if you recall, four seasons ago, just think back, think back with me. When the team came out four seasons ago, a lot of pundits said, oh, they're going to be decent. No one thought they were going to be a Stanley Cup team, much less a division winning team. In fact, if you recall from that season, and I actually have the preview right here, Vegas was not supposed to be the best team that season. The best team in the division that season was supposed to be, it looked like, wow, San Jose from a couple of people. Vancouver was supposed to be really good that season. They still had the Twins, the Sedin Twins. Vancouver was supposed to be an up-and-coming team. Winnipeg was also supposed to be good. So they were supposed to have some good teams in the Western Conference, in the division especially. But no, Vegas just shocked everybody. And look what happened. So do not look at this expansion draft and go, wow, what were they thinking? Do not think that. One thing that they do have in their advantage, looking at who they've chosen and who they haven't chosen, they're going to have a ton of cap space. So far, it's looking like they're going to have somewhere around $30 million. 30! 30 million in cap space. They're going to be aggressively going after players that are going to be available on free agency. That's the market that this team is going to be looking at. Yes, they're going to hit the cap floor, but free if you have $30 million in cap space, then you absolutely have to go over some big-time free agents, and that will definitely go over next week. Not this week, because free agency does not open for another week. Tomorrow is merely trades. No free agent signings yet, except for Seattle. That's it. And leaks coming in right now. Adam Larson from Edmonton. Vince Dunn, this was, this was expected. Vince Dunn from St. Louis heading over there. And it looks like maybe, well, yeah, this one's true. Jamie Oleksiak is going from Dallas to Seattle. So I'm sure we'll have some more names, but we'll definitely break all of this down tomorrow and break down what exactly they're doing. So that will be tomorrow's podcast. Uh, One more quick thing before we head into the second intermission is I want to talk about the other leaks that have come up, and that is the scheduling leaks. The NHL schedule is rumored to come out to, uh, not, not rumored, it is going to come out tomorrow. This press release, the NHL announced that the regular season schedule will be revealed on Thursday's 3 p.m. edition of SportsCenter on ESPN. John Bucci-Gross will host and he'll be joined by Ellie Duncan and Kevin Gandhi to break down the preview of the upcoming NHL season schedule. Then following SportsCenter, NHL Tonight will extensively analyze and preview 
the NHL schedule at 4 p.m. Those are Pacific times, 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific. So that is going to be coming out tomorrow. Another schedule is going to come out the following day. It is the AHL schedule. That is due to come out Friday morning or early afternoon. And we do have a couple of leaks in the AHL schedule. This one involving the San Diego goals. Opening night has been updated. It is not going to be the 15th. Opening night is now going to be Saturday, October 16th at home against the Ontario Reign. Once again, opening night is now going to be Saturday, October 16th at Pachanga Arena with full capacity. That game is taking place at 6 p.m. So it's going to be rain versus goals on the home or on the season opener. That one's sorry. That one's not going to be at Pachanga. That one's going to be opening night at Toyota Arena in Ontario. I misspoke. Toyota Arena is going to have the first game for the goals. And boy, oh boy, goals rain. You bet I'm going to be there for that one. And the home opener, Friday, October 22nd. The home opener is going to be against, it looks like, the Stockton Heat. Let me make sure I'm reading that one correctly. Yeah, the home opener is going to be Friday, October 22nd. That's kind of a big deal as well. It is going to be against the Stockton Heat. That's going to be a 7 o'clock game at Pachanga Arena. Once again, that's going to be a couple of big games. So once again... First game, October 16th in Ontario. Home opener, October 22nd against the Stockton Heat. It's going to be light-up wristbands and rally towel giveaways. That's going to be a big night. I expect a sellout in San Diego. So for you goals fans, guys, go over, watch a goals game. But we will break down schedules later on. Maybe I'll have that over the weekend as well. Or the following week. All right, we are going to head into an intermission, but first let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Baseball is still in full swing, so you have that going on. You have NHL futures. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who is the favorite? Head on over to betonline.ag right now, and you can place your bets on who's going to win next season. The promo code for a 50% welcome bonus is locked on. Once again, a 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit on betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, uh, please gamble responsibly, people. Please gamble responsibly. All right. We are going to head into the intermission, and I have a very special guest coming in. A former Duck and I are going to talk a little bit about the expansion draft and his experience with an expansion team. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks Hockey, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this show is brought to you by the Spotify Greenroom. Download it today on the Apple App Store and look for me tomorrow night on the Spotify Greenroom, which is changing the way we talk sports. So I have a special treat for you guys at the end of today's episode. Yesterday, I had the great honor and privilege of getting to interview former Anaheim Duck Andy Sutton, 
who now is the CEO of Verbero Hockey. And him and I talked for almost 40 minutes yesterday. We talked about a lot of stuff, talked about his company, talked about his days in the Anaheim Ducks, answered a couple of your questions. A couple of you did ask questions, and those will be answered on either Monday or over the weekend, whenever I put up the other part of that interview. But for you guys, I thought I would give you just a little snippet of that interview where him and I talked about the expansion draft, and we also talked a little bit about Jack Eichel. So without further ado, here is the first part of that interview with former Anaheim Duck Andy Sutton. Enjoy, folks. Once again, Andy Sutton from Verborough Hockey. Let's talk about the current NHL to kind of go to that route. There's an expansion team starting this coming season, the Seattle Kraken, which I know a lot of people are excited about. And they're choosing their expansion team tomorrow. What are your initial thoughts um, about the Seattle Kraken and which way they're going to go? Well, they've certainly got great, you know, great management team they put in place there. You know, Ronnie Francis is, is uh, you know, a legend and, and he's going to do very well. And, and then beyond that, you know, I think Vegas, is, Vegas set the stage, right? <laughs> they set the bar very, very high. Um, and then I, you know, just looking at the availability of players that are, that were left exposed, um, there's some amazing players and I don't know how much money they're going to want to spend out of the gates, but if they want to spend some money, um, they've got a real opportunity to build a really strong basis there of, of, of amazing, you know, people and talents. So that's the thing, like, I think for a young franchise, you want to focus as much on building a culture as you do on, you know, building a team. So, you know, I'm, and I'm sure Ron will be, be very, uh, you know, focused on that as, as this goes on, because if you get that right, then there's continuity. So, you know, bring, bringing in great leaders, like some of the, some of the ones that are available um, makes perfect sense to me. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see who they, who they go with out of the gates. Any players on that list that you saw that you went, hmm, maybe they should get this guy? Well, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Ryan Getzlaff fan, and uh, you know they'd be they'd be so lucky to have him there. He's he's uh, one of the great leaders of all time, and and a, just a f- absolute phenom and amazing human being and a great leader. So they they'd be really uh, really fortunate to have him. And then I mean, I don't think you can you can discount. Um, you know, Mark Andre Fleury and, and some of the other Carey Price and some of the other guys that, that are available. I mean, there's there's just so much opportunity for them to to build a, a really dominant team. So you're on the Carey Price boat as well, because <laughs> I know a lot of people are on his boat. You know, he he's 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 still got it. I mean, he's he's uh, he's as dominant as any goalie in the game, in my opinion. And and uh obviously a great leader and understands what it, what it's like to, to, to lead in a city where everything's so polarized. So he's had to, he's had to, you know, and he's, he's gone through that whole time in Montreal and and not a blemish on his, on his, uh, on his name, you know, so he's, he's, he obviously understands how to conduct himself. And I mean, you just watch him in the playoffs, how, how cool and calm he is. I mean, that, that is conveyed down through the roster too. Right. So there's, there's the ability for a player like that to come in and really have a, have a certain effect on the other players that you bring in. So this is where the, this is where the, you know, the, the challenge of it is, is meshing this together. And I was part of the expansion team with the Minnesota wild. So, you know, I got a chance to be part of that from the get go with a new organization and, and getting it right is, 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 is imperative. That's why you were on that first team in Minnesota. You know, you had a lot of 
pretty good talent on that team. What was it like just being in that role, being in, in that locker room? It was really incredible. You know, it was one of my favorite times as a player, I would say, because, you know, everyone came in and we were all kind of, we were all kind of in the same boat. You know, there, there weren't really, Marion Gabrick as a rookie, I wouldn't say he was at the point of like superstar status yet. I mean, he's, he was a phenom right out of the gates, but they did a really good job at bringing in a cast of characters where everyone was kind of on an even playing field in, in a lot of regards. And in that way, I think we, we meshed really well as a, as a team, probably faster than any team I ever played on. Um, you know, and then they started started out by, you know, surrounding the team with legends of the game. You know, Doug Riseborough was the GM and Jacques Lemaire, obviously, with the coach and Mike Ramsey and and um, and Mario Tremblay, the assistants and, the, you know, Tony DaCosta. They just just the, the equipment staff, the medical staff, they just they outfitted that organization so perfectly. And then, you know, bringing in leaders like uh, Sean O'Donnell and Curtis LeCision and um Jamie McLennan. I mean, we, we had, we had just some, some amazing uh, mainstay guys that were, that were, uh, that were very pivotal there. And then I think a lot of the youth that, that came up through that organization, Marion Gabbard included, um, definitely adopted that sort of team first mentality. And I think that's, that's carried through with that organization. So there's the rumor that the ducks could be trading for Jack Eichel. Do you think that's a good move, bad move? I I'm not a fan myself. I don't I don't think that's the answer to things. I mean, I I think that uh, you know the you got to have the right leadership groups in place, and you've got to have the right people to build a franchise around. I'm not I'm not sure he's the one. <laughs> why Why are you not sold on him? <laughs> I just I don't like a lot of his body language and and um, some just some things that I've seen. It, it just doesn't seem like uh, like he like he'd be the kind of guy you'd want to you'd want to build a franchise around. Really? So. Who, who do you think, what do you think the Ducks should do? Should they just build around their youth they have right now, like a Zegris, a Drysdale, and not go after a Jack Eichel? Well, I don't know. I think it's going to depend what happens with the expansion draft. Um, you know, that's probably going to kick a lot of things in motion, uh, depending what happens there. And, and then I think, uh, you know, the, the free agency market is, is going to be, uh, is going to be an interesting one to see how it all, see how, how that all shakes out through the rest of the, uh, the rest of the summer. Um, but yeah, they've definitely got some decisions to make. It's, it certainly seems like there's been a big transition over the last couple of years there. So I, I think the, uh, the time is now to make a decision. I love that last answer from Andy Sutton. The time is right now to make some kind of decision if the Anaheim Ducks are going to move forward in their rebuilding process. Now is the time to make some kind of move. All right. Once again, thank you very much to Andy Sutton for coming on once again. More of that interview, or rather the majority of that interview, will be taking place either over the weekend or next week. I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Uh, Without much further ado, I guess thank you for listening, and thank you to Andy Sutton for coming on the show. Once again, he was our special guest for today. For tomorrow, we'll have at least two guests as we will break down the expansion draft, the Seattle Kraken, and Friday we'll have another guest. So, yeah, just guests all around big week for locked on ducks so once again thank you guys for listening it is greatly appreciated if you want to hear previous podcasts you can hear them on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher radio or the new odyssey app make sure to rate five stars download subscribe if you have not already please email me at locked on anaheim ducks at gmail.com and once again follow me on twitter at stimpyjd 
or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. So once again, thank you all for listening and tell your friends that are Ducks fans, tell your friends to listen in because we have a big week of shows coming up. So once again, just thank you all around. And I'll be on the Spotify green room tomorrow night. So make sure to download that and I'll talk to you guys live on there. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the afternoon. Enjoy the expansion draft later tonight. Uh, Please be safe out there. Be kind to everyone and ducks fly together.